Hello, welcome to Baby Boomer Tales. My name is Jim. Thank you for riding along today. You can find us at babyboomertales.com. Once you've arrived, there are links to Facebook, Tumblr, Amazon Music Podcasts, plus other things. Let's talk TV today. Number one, have you been to one of those big club stores lately? I was at one the other day and there was an 85-inch TV now. That looks like it'd kind of be like going to the theater. You're sitting there in a nice comfortable chair with it right in front of you. Now I have a few flat screens around the house, but not one of them's close to 85 inches. I don't even know where I'd put that. And I'm sure not going to spend that kind of money on a television. Now I think I'm sounding like an old fart, which I'm not. I do have quality surrounding me in the sound of it. I always have at least four speakers, two in the front, two in the back. Sometimes I have one or two more speakers. This is not so much because I'm a home theater junkie, which I am not, but because of my hearing. I've got to have that stuff around me just so I can really pick up the words, what they're saying. The only TVs that don't have that is in bedrooms. used to have one in every bedroom, but my wife decided that that wasn't cool anymore, and she took them out of the two bedrooms downstairs. There's one in a little guest room upstairs. So when it came time to get rid of the old square TVs that weighed 60 or 80 pounds... We had one of those little 19 or 20 inches in every bedroom. We just took them to the dump and got rid of them and never replaced them with new TVs. And our bedroom has a sitting room in it and she took it out of the bedroom part and put it in the sitting area. And that's okay with me. I have not watched TV in bed since I got hearing aids. Can't lay in the bed with the hearing aids on the pillow. It gets me all messed up. And I can't hear the TV without the hearing aids, so I just go to sleep. I do believe I wear hearing aids because I had too much gun shooting, chainsaw cutting, and rock and roll rocking away. So take care of your hearing. You'll be glad you did. I actually listen to an audio book for about a half an hour before I go to sleep. And that's good enough for me. I think that's better than what's ever on TV anyway. There's not a lot on TV these days. You notice that? Thank goodness we have Roku or a Fire Stick. Maybe some of you have that. And we've been doing a lot of that streaming business. And that's been kind of fun. I've always been one that likes network TV. And with DVR, you just fast forward through the commercials and that's great. But this TV season is like no other because there's no shows on. Basically, hardly. They come on and they'll play a couple and then they're off for a month. I guess it's all because of what's going on. I'll be glad to get television back even though it is less important to me all the time. I kind of do like a good show and I do record some old stuff. And like I say, I'm into my Roku anymore. What I want to do today is talk about the television seasons of the 1970s. What I'm going to do is just like volume one of this, 
I'll do the top three shows of each TV season of the 70s. And then I'll throw one other show in that didn't make the top three. Just kind of give you a well-rounded view of the climate of the shows back in that day. So let's start with the 1970 through 71 television season. Number one show that year was Marcus Welby, M.D. It was on ABC. Wasn't he Father Knows Best? I think he was. Second place was the Flip Wilson show. Remember old Geraldine? That was when that was funny. Number three was Here's Lucy. This show is a little different from the Lucy show that preceded it and a lot different from I Love Lucy. This show had her kids, Lucy and Desi, and also had Gail Gordon that kind of hung out with her for years on some of these sitcoms. It also stood out for one reason that was a little bit ahead of their time. They were doing this show in front of a live studio audience. Instead of having a laugh track, they had real folks, and that caught on shortly after that big time. The number 16 show that year was Hee Haw. Buck Owens, Roy Clark, and company. That was a great show. It was on forever and ever. It's still on on syndication somewhere, somehow. Some old reruns of Roy playing his banjo. Buck doing that Bakersfield sound. He did so well. 1971 through 72 television season. The number one show was All in the Family on CBS. Archie, Edith, Gloria, and Meathead. Number two was the Flip Wilson Show. Number three was Marcus Welby, M.D. And the number 27 show that year was the Sonny and Cher Comedy Hour. Remember that? She's a little taller than him. She's definitely a better singer than him. But you probably already know he was the brains of the whole operation and did it well. 1972 through 73. Number one, once again, All in the Family. Number two, Sanford and Son. Remember old Fred? He'd grab his heart and say, This is the big one, Elizabeth. Kind of stumble around, everybody'd laugh. Lamont would say, Okay, Pop. Number three, Hawaii Five O, not to be mistaken with the 21st century version of that show. Jack Lord was in that one, the 1970s. And the number 16 show that season, the Bob Newhart Show. Bob and Suzanne Plachette, funny cast characters in that one. The 1973 through 74 television season, once again had the number one show as All in the Family. The number two show was The Waltons with John Boy and Grandpa and the whole cast of characters that made you believe that wherever they were back there in the hills was a good place to be. Number three, Sanford and Son. And the number four show that year was MASH. Hawkeye, Trapper John, Radar. 1974 through 75, number one show one more time, All in the Family. Number two, Sanford and Son. Number three, Chico and the Man. 
went right along with the genre of a lot of this stuff going on in the sitcoms. And the number four show, you'd swear that Archie was everywhere. The Jeffersons. Old George Jefferson. He's pretty good. 1975 through 76. All in the Family, number one. I sound like a broken record, don't I? Number two show, Rich Man, Poor Man. This is monumental because it is the first time a miniseries has made this list. Nick Nolte and Peter Strauss were in that. Number three, Laverne and Shirley. And the number 18 show that year, Welcome Back, Cotter. Vinnie Barbarino. Is that his name? 1976 through 1977 TV season. Someone upset All in the Family is the number one TV show that year. And it was Happy Days on ABC. Number two was Laverne and Shirley on ABC. And number three for a clean sweep of the top three for ABC was the Sunday night movie. They'd have a different movie every week. Their best rated movie that TV season was The Sound of Music. And the number 14 show that year was The Bionic Woman. 1977 through 78 TV season. Number one, set in Milwaukee, Laverne and Shirley on ABC. Number two, Happy Days. Number three, Three's Company, giving ABC another clean sweep of the top three. And then the number 17 show that year, The Plane, The Plane, Fantasy Island, 1978 through 79. Number one, again, Laverne and Shirley. Laverne and Shirley was a spinoff of Happy Days. Number two, Three's Company. And number three, there was a tie between two shows. All four of these in the top three were ABC once again. The tie belonged to Mork and Mindy and Happy Days. Nanu Nanu. The number 12 show that year, Kate Jackson, Jacqueline Smith, and Farrah Fawcett, Charlie's Angels. The 1979 through 80 TV season, the number one show on CBS was 60 Minutes. The number two show, Three's Company. The number three show was That's Incredible. If you can't remember it, it was hosted by Fran Tarkington, Kathy Lee Crosby, and John Davidson. and had ordinary people doing strange and unordinary things. The number six show that year, remember J.R., later he'd get shot. show was called Dallas. We'll visit the 1980s in the television world one of these days. These are the days before streaming and all that stuff. Cable's in its infancy. Probably had a big old cable box that you had to push a button just to change the channel. Television really changed a lot. I spoke about this in Volume 1. I think where it changed the very, very most was two areas. In the old days, 
There were Westerns everywhere in the 50s and 60s. And the one thing they all had in common that we've kind of lost as time has gone on is the sitcom. Maybe it's just me, but I find that it's hard to find a good sitcom. So when you're sitting by the fire, television's on, you're settling in, going to watch a show, one of those one-hour shows you can watch in 40 minutes, thanks to DVR. Remember days gone by, where if you were the youngest in the family, you were the remote control, and had no say on whatever they watched. And probably only had one TV in the house, so you couldn't go into your bedroom and watch it. Now for the top 10 55 years ago, that is the top 10 pop songs this week in 1966. Number 10, Working My Way Back to You, The Four Seasons. Number 9, Elusive Butterfly, Bob Lind. Number 8, by the Mamas and the Papas, California Dreamin'. Number 7, don't Mess With Bill, The Marvelettes. Number six, My Love, Petula Clark. Number five, My World Is Empty Without You, The Supremes. Number four, Uptight, Everything's Alright, Stevie Wonder. Number three, The Ballad of the Green Berets, by Staff Sergeant Barry Sadler. Number two, Lightning Strikes by Lou Christie. And the number one song this week, 55 years ago this week, by Nancy Sinatra, These Boots Are Made for Walking. I've heard Nancy and Lee Hazelwood singing a bunch of songs lately. We like to listen to 60s station on Sirius Radio, and they just play a lot of Nancy Sinatra for some reason. I don't know if it's one particular DJ or what, but the Boots song is probably her very best in my opinion. Well, it's time for me to go. I really appreciate you riding along, I always do. Just remember, kindness is everything, every time. I'll be back next Wednesday. Peace out.